Psalm 34 and 18, it says, The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Psalm 147 and verse number 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Not only is he near, but he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. For the next little bit, I am just going to title this message, Tell Me Where It Hurts. Tell Me Where It Hurts. God, we come before you knowing that your word is already anointed. I can feel you in this house. God, there is... There is a special presence in this house that I have felt whenever you begin to deal with me about the direction I have felt you. I have felt an expectation. I believe that you are in this house and I believe that there is divine interaction that will happen between you and your people. God, I'm asking that you would remove any hindrance that you would come and you would have free reign in this house. God, let you would touch each and every person. God, that you would anoint me and that you would anoint me with words that would come forth and they would be clear and our ears would hear them. We ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ and everyone said amen. Look at your neighbor and say, tell me where it hurts. And you may be seated. (laughs) There are some people that you do not want to say that to. Unless you want to have a conversation that's about eight miles long. There are, there, are, <laughs> there are some people that just love to talk to you about their pain. Even when they're not hurting. They're going to find some kind of pain to talk about. And so you don't want to say to them, tell me where it hurts. Webster's defines pain as localized or generalized unpleasant bodily sensation or complex of sensation that causes mild to severe physical discomfort and emotional distress and typically results from bodily disorder such as injury or disease. That's a whole lot just to say that pain hurts. Pain, according to John Hopkins University, is an uncomfortable feeling that tells you something may be wrong. It is an indicator. It is a warning system. Not all pain is bad. 
Pain can be steady, throbbing, stabbing, aching, pinching. It can be described in so many ways. At times, pain is simply an, a nuisance, while at other times it can be debilitating to the point that you cannot even move. There have been times within the last year, because those of you that know, I, I hurt my back, there were times that the pain was so bad that I, I just could not move because of the pain that was so bad. And there was nothing that I could do. I would try to stand, and it would relieve the pressure that was there until finally standing and the pressure was so bad that I would have to sit to try to relieve the pressure from standing. And, and there was something about it. There was no getting away from pain, but it let me know there's something wrong with my back even though the doctor said oh it's just you're getting old you know I was the same age yesterday before I hurt my back than than I am right now so I'm guessing there's probably something else going on with my back physical pain is classified as either acute or chronic Acute pain is usually severe but short-lived and it's often a signal that your body has been injured. Acute pain usually comes on suddenly because of a disease, an injury, or an inflammation. It's a warning system to the body. Anybody ever hit your finger with a hammer? Come on quick, didn't it? Acute pain. It happens out of nowhere. It's a warning. I didn't need the warning system to let me. I knew that I had just hit my thumb with a hammer. But pain lets you know. Ever stepped on a Lego? Middle of the night, all the lights are off. You step on a Lego. You know, so ah, I stepped on. It's acute pain. It's, there's nothing cute about it, but acute pain. It's a warning to let you know, hey, I just stepped on something. It's a system, a warning system that moves throughout the entire body to let you know something is wrong. It can often be diagnosed and treated. Stepping on a Lego can be treated. You can lift your foot off of it. But every once in a while, that pain, the warning system, it will not go away and it turns into chronic pain because of a disease. Chronic pain can range from mild to severe. It can present itself for long periods of time and is often the result of a disease that may require ongoing treatment. Chronic pain can cause severe problems while it cannot be seen with the physical eye. Pain can bring about other physical symptoms like nausea, dizziness, weakness, or even drowsiness. I ask God, why am I talking about pain? This feels, there's nothing happy about pain. Because pain is an outward physical reaction to something that's happening inwardly. It's a reaction to spinal cord. It, it's a reaction to something, a signal. The, the body has special pain receptors called, called nociceptors. These receptors activate whenever there's been an injury and, or even a potential injury such as breaking the skin or causing a large indentation. It's an impulse that heads through the nerve into the spinal cord all the way to your brain, all within fractions of a second. 
When the pain signal reaches the brain, it goes into the thalamus, which directs it to a few different areas for interpretation. Signals are are sent from the thalamus to the limbic system, the emotional center of the brain. You ever wonder, and I know there's no men that have ever done this, but you ever wonder why you cry whenever it hurts? Well, blame the limbic system because it decides whether you're going to cry or not. Feelings are associated with every sensation you encounter. Each feeling generates a response. Your heart rate may increase and you may break out into a sweat. It can cause emotional effects like anger, depression, mood swings, irritability. Perhaps the most significant is it can change your lifestyle, impact your job, your relationship, your your independence. It can change everything about your life. Physical pain. But what about emotional pain? Emotional pain. Some have even went as far as to say that emotional pain, because it cannot be measured on a scale, they cannot find the true source of it, that it may not be as drastic. They cannot cannot say that it is acute or chronic pain, so they cannot truly measure it on a scale. But they say that emotional pain is a hurt that originates from non-physical sources. It's an emotional distress. It's the result of the actions of some. Someone else. It, it, it might be the result of regret or grief or even loss, but it's pain. No matter the cause, the psychological pain can be intense. Significantly, it can affect so many areas of your life that it can also cause you to be debilitated. There are a number of common feelings that are associated with emotional pain. They can have an impact on both your physical and mental health. Symptoms of emotional pain can include all of these feelings and more. Deep sorrow, sadness or depression, grief, intense distress, loneliness, isolation, negative emotions, panic, rage, shame, worthlessness. In some cases, cases, feelings of emotional pain will lead to physical symptoms that have no identifiable physical cause. It will have an outward reaction to something that is emotional that no doctor can find the source. I am not smart enough to know all of this. I told you my limited limited knowledge of pain is simply that it hurts. And I told you that I didn't want to talk about pain because pain is not fun. There's not one thing, no one has ever said to me, you know what would be good? A little more pain. You ever, you know, I've never hit my thumb and then said, I'm going to do that again. (laughs) No, you say, I never want to do that again. You don't want the pain 
I continued though to read and to study because I wanted to understand because I knew that God was leading me somewhere. I felt this direction. I said, I said, God, I, I don't want to talk about pain. Let me talk about something that's light. Let me talk about something that's easy. But he wouldn't let me alone. I could feel the weight. And all I could feel was there's someone that's feeling pain. I began to search and I found information from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Strokes. I looked at VeryWellHealth.com. I went to John Hopkins University and I just found that everything that they could talk about was pain, physical, emotional, and we've all experienced them at one point or another and nobody comes out on the other side better. Nobody looks back at pain and said, man, that was the greatest time of my life. It may have been short-lived, but we never want to go back to that moment of pain. We look at the pain in our life and we never say, I want to relive that moment again. Maybe it wasn't short-lived. Maybe your pain has simply become your constant companion. It walks with you. It talks with you. It wakes up beside you. The moment you put your feet on the floor, it says good morning. And when you lay your head on the pillow at night, it says I'll see you in the morning. It's emotional. It's physical. The pain is constant and it will not leave. Pain is not my friend. But the more I read about pain, I began to understand. I even began to try to read about spiritual pain and how to recognize it. And I began and I said, God, I want to know more. Please let me understand about pain. And I began to read and they said that spiritual pain, you'll begin to see it when you begin to question why am I facing what I'm facing now. And you feel that there is no answer you begin to feel the emotional distress it began as spiritual pain and confusion and then it becomes emotional distress and it can lead to an actual physical pain you will shut yourself off you will pull yourself away you will build walls it all happens from pain Moments of emotional pain in my own life. This is why I didn't want to have to study. This is why I didn't want to have to pray about this. Because as I begin to read, as I begin to write notes, those moments of emotional pain in my own life, I begin to relive them. I begin to go through those moments that I had been there. And I sat at my desk and I remembered the moments of loneliness. I remembered the moments that I couldn't find God. I remember the moments of despair. I remember the moments of rejection. I remember the moments of pain. And I said, God, please. And 
And the only thing that I had going for me is that I've already come through those pain. I've already come through that valley. I've already been there and I can look back and I can say that he's never left me and he's never forsaken me and he's went with me all the way through the end. He was with me in the middle of the pain. He was with me in the middle of the rejection. He was with me. But to somebody this morning, you're saying, but I'm in the middle of my pain. It was not until I found this paragraph in the John Hopkins article that I was reading. The first time I began to understand where God was trying to take me. The paragraph reads, and I quote, Currently, the best way to treat the pain is to manage the symptoms. If the source of your pain can't be treated or it isn't known, our pain medicine specialist can offer options to simply control the pain. When I read the first sentence of the paragraph, and those of you already know, I've already mentioned that I, I am not saying anything against doctors. When I found Dr. Zappay and I went to her about my back, she was an angel sent from God because she listened to me. And whenever I told her what the other doctor had said about my back, she said, yeah, it doesn't work like that. She goes, you know, you're the same age now as you were. And I was like, that's what I tried to say. And she said, all that needs to happen is we need to get your muscles to loosen. I can feel them spasming. And she just, she said, this is the plan forward. And you know, within a week, all of a sudden my back was feeling better so there's nothing she would i told her i went i don't do this i don't do this very often but i even went on google and i i put a review on doctors of pay and i I gave her five stars i was like if your back's hurting you can go to her she'll listen she'll answer any of your questions she'll take time you need to go if your back's hurting to this woman so i have nothing against doctors god blessed them with intelligence they, they, they went through time of education. But there was a spiritual application to this very first sentence. That uh, currently the best way to treat the pain is to manage the symptoms. And this is what I felt the Holy Ghost began to speak to me. We have been managing the symptoms and simply living with the pain. God said, I want to take control of the pain and remove it at its source we have managed the symptoms we have learned to live with the pain you have learned to walk a different walk you have learned to talk a different talk you have learned to live with pain as a constant companion and you have managed the symptoms you even know it by name you've lived with it you've walked with it and you've learned to manage the symptoms you've even learned to control your emotions you've learned how to live with pain but God said I don't want you to live with pain anymore I want to deliver you from your pain I want to set you free from your pain I am near those that are broken hearted and not only am I near but I will heal the broken hearted I'm here to heal your pain I'm here to bind your wounds I'm here to touch you where you're hurt I'm here to take care of the pain 
the body must be healthy. And for the body to be healthy, we must be healthy. We are the body of Christ. And for the body of Christ to be healthy, for this body to be effective, I must be healthy. He is the head Christ from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. The body moves and the pain can move through the joints. You want to know what happens when the body isn't healthy? It begins to flow to other parts of the body. And suddenly we have bitterness. Suddenly we have clicks. Suddenly we have pain over here. They won't talk to pain over there. There's somebody that needs to hear me. We've got to get healed. We've got to let God take care of the brokenness. Let him heal. The broken hearted. Oh, I'll just manage it. I'll go to another church. This is probably really good for me to be talking about on my first month as pastor. But I'm telling you, you'll take the pain with you. How do I know? Because I tried to manage the pain and I took it with me. I thought I can build up some walls. You don't talk to me and I won't talk to you. I'll keep myself safe. I'll move to another part of the state. And I found myself in another part of the state. Recognizing that same wound. Recognizing different people but the same pain. Different cliques but the same pain. And it took me coming to the place that I had to walk down to an altar. And I begin to get down on my knees and saying, God, I don't want this pain. I don't need this pain. I need you to bind me. I need you to wound the wounds. I need you to heal me. I need you to take away the pain. The answer It's Jesus Christ. He is near. King James said he is nigh unto the brokenhearted. I found the source of pain. I began to read about how that pain can radiate from one place that is the source and it can move throughout the body. I found that they began to talk about how that you can have shoulder pain and the pain can become so great that it will cause knots in your shoulder and those knots in your shoulder will move up through your neck until you have headaches and the headaches can cause you to have migraines to the place that you cannot see. I'm telling you, pain doesn't stay in the same place that it starts and if we don't deal with the source if we don't deal with the pain it's gonna move but God said don't manage the symptoms come to the master physician that has the answer that has the cure that's willing and able to touch he wants to heal 
I don't like to talk about pain. But I know that every person in this house, I want you to understand you matter this morning. You matter so much. I said it earlier that God would disrupt and move pieces around to get you here this morning so that he can let you know that he sees you in your pain and he wants to heal your pain at its source. He wants to take it away so that you don't have to walk out of here carrying it. You don't even realize the heaviness that you're carrying because you've carried it for so long. It's simply a constant companion. But God said, I want to lift the weight of your pain and let you walk out in a newness of life. I want to heal your pain. He's here not only to heal physical pain. There will be physical healings in this house. I I proclaim it in the name of Jesus Christ. There will be physical healings of your body. There will be spiritual healings. There will be emotional healings. There will be healings of all manner in this house this morning. He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. Heals there means to cure as a physician repairs to thoroughly make whole. Not partially. He's not here to manage your pain. He's here to thoroughly make you whole. Can I tell you what I feel this morning? Some of us don't even remember what it's like to be whole. Because we've walked with the pain for so long. But he's here to make you thoroughly and completely whole. He's here. He's not here to embarrass. Never one time in the middle of all of the pain that I have been through, in the middle of any spiritual pain that I have ever went through, has God ever embarrassed me. Not one time has He ever singled me out and caused me to be embarrassed. Sure, I felt guilt. Sure, I felt my own condemnation. Sure, I heard the voice of the adversary. But never one time did the God that is near those that are broken hearts Never one time did he put me on display so that others could see my pain, so that others could see my wounds. No, in fact, he did his best to begin to bind them so that others could not see them. He began to bind them and then he began to put the body around me to where others could not see and the body began to protect. The body began to stand around. The body began to help heal. I'm telling you this morning, God wants someone to let him heal you. Let him bind up your wounds so that the body can be whole. So that the body can be strengthened. Not to be embarrassed, but so that you can be whole. 
you don't know my pain. You're right. But I know, I know my God. And I know Isaiah, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. That word bruised properly means to be broken to pieces, to be crushed. The physical body was tortured. It's the physical representation of his body being broken. When we apply it to the mind, it means a breaking down or a crushing by calamities and trials the very loss that he was feeling the very rejection everyone walking away everyone that was leaving him he felt it and his mind was completely crushed he felt the depression he felt the loss he felt it all no doubt it's the most severe inward and outward suffering that have ever been seen and he said by my stripes ye are healed I'm here to tell you he's already been there and he said I want to heal you of all of your pain inward or outward I want to heal you of your emotional pain I want to heal you of your physical ailment I want to touch you no matter the pain he wants to heal it C.S. Lewis in these words and the problem of pain he said pain insists on being attended to God whispers to us in our pleasures he speaks in our conscience but he shouts to us in our pain it is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world you want to know why you're going through the pain that you're going through because it's in your pain that the world can see him for who he really is he can be there they can see you in the middle of the trial and they can know that surely you have a God that is able to deliver you I know it's not easy to be in the pain but you've got a God that will deliver you you have a testimony that says he had never left me and he has never forsaken me in the middle of my brokenness he walked with me in the middle of my loneliness he was my companion in the middle of my most depressed he was my closest friend he is my God I know first thing we want to do is protect ourselves the first reaction of the nociceptors sending signals up the spinal cord to the thalamus and the limbic system it creates what they called a pain library in the brain filled with reactions The very first time you hit your finger with a hammer, and I'm only using that because I have a really black place on my thumb where I hit my finger and it constantly reminds me, hey, you hurt your thumb. Pain. 
But the first time I did it, it was a new response. Ah, oh, you know, and then you suck it or whatever you're going to do with it, you know. It, it doesn't help to put your thumb in your mouth when it hurts. Some reason, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you revert back to a child. Everything's better when you're a child and you can suck your thumb and just say, I don't, I don't know if I sucked my thumb as a child, but I hope not. Don't ask my mom after service either, please. Allow me the dignity of being a pastor. <laughs> but the first time, it goes through all of those signals, and then it begins to build a library in your mind. The second time, the brain remembers the response. The third time, you get the picture. It's a learned response. How you respond to pain. The brain learns the exact same way with emotional pain. The first time that person hurt you, you responded and you said, I'll forgive you. Fool me once. The second time, the brain remembered that pain. And it created a defense mechanism. And you pulled away and you begin to build a wall. Someone else comes along and you recognize that pain and that wall gets a little bigger. Why? Because it's a defense mechanism that the brain remembers and it responds it responds. It learned how to protect you. That's why whenever we begin to preach about pain and you feel that tug at your heart and you feel God wanting to do something, the very first thing is you want to put that wall up and say, I cannot be vulnerable. I remember what happened the last time that I was vulnerable with someone? The body learned, and that pain library tells you. But can I tell you that the same Jesus in Matthew 4 and 23 that went through teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness and manner of disease among the, among the people, that same Jesus is in this house this morning. And no matter what the sickness, no matter what the disease, he wants to touch you. But you have to be vulnerable with him and willing to let him, willing to let him close. Oh, I remember that time when I let that wall down. I had been... I thought I had everything, everything was good, everything was great. I was still having church. Till that preacher started preaching. Oh, man. Why have you got to preach about this kind of stuff? I'm in the middle section, about three or four rows back. I can't get out of my seat. 
because I'm so broken at the pain. I can't make it to the altar. The minister kind of he pushes through people. The pastor helps him, and they just begin to grab. They begin to pray. I didn't understand what was happening. I thought I was managing the pain. But God said, I want to touch you at the source. And I want to remove all of the pain. And now to my title. As they come to the music. I was standing in my friend's kitchen. It was a Friday night. This was our custom on Friday and Saturday night. We would go to their house usually and we would just spend the evening. On this Friday night, I believe it was a Friday, but on this night, I heard a sound. I heard their little boy begin to cry out. I wanted to jump and run because all I knew was something must be wrong. The baby's crying. Mom and dad didn't do anything. And I'm like, man, you guys are horrible parents. This is all the mama did. I'm expecting, you know, racing, calling ambulances, 911, helicopters coming in, I'm, you know. It's the first time I've ever heard him cry. You know, he's always just running everywhere. I, I, so I'd never heard him cry. So to me, it was the end of the world. And this is all his mama does. Does. Well, come here. And I'm like, come here. He probably doesn't even have a leg. <laughs> he comes walking in, holding his elbow. Man, he's, he's crying up a storm. <laughs> he, he's got the... <laughs> he's got that all going on, man. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I, I can't look. There's bones sticking out of his elbow. Something's going on, and his dad's just playing the game. I tried to stop. He just, he was like, he'll be all right. <laughs> Finally, he got to his mama. And mama said, well, tell me where it hurts. And he took his hand off his elbow and pointed there's nothing wrong with his elbow. <laughs> there were no bones. There was no blood. Mama just bent down and kissed it. He smiled. There were no more tears. He ran back into the other room and began to play again. I looked at his dad. <laughs> and I said, how in the world... 
did you not freak out? And he looked at me and he said, because I know the sound of my son's cry. thinking about this there was no doubt in her mind she didn't ask him to explain what happened she didn't ask him what went wrong she just said be vulnerable with me and tell me where it hurts he had to take his hand off his elbow to point to it so that mama could bend down with those powerful sugars and make it all better. Daddy knew the sound of his son's cry. And mama knew the power of her touch. May I tell you this morning that your father knows the sound of your cry and he knows the power of his touch he does not doubt that his touch will heal all manner of sickness and disease he does not doubt that his touch will heal no matter the hurt no matter the pain in fact he doesn't even want to know what the pain is he just wants to know where it hurts Every head bowed and every eye closed. Before we stand, you see, the mother could not make it better until the son removed the protection. The learned response was protect the pain. This morning the father is standing before you and this is what he's saying. Well, come here. Well, come here. I hear you crying. Well, come here. Tell me where it hurts. And if you want to walk, and you want to walk protected, that's fine. But when you get here and he says, tell me where it hurts, oh, he's not going to embarrass you. So right where you are, I want you to whisper it to him. Tell me where it hurts. Tell him right now what that pain is.
the Holy Ghost, there is someone that has a pain of something that happened to you as a child. And it has walked with you. God wants to heal it this morning. And when he heals it, there is an anointing that is going to flow in its place. Tell him where it hurts. We're taking a moment here. Tell him where it hurts. Be honest. I'm telling you, hear me this morning. You have wanted, you have wanted an anointing. You have asked for a specific anointing. And this pain, this hurt that has happened, you have asked for it. And God said, through this pain, I will grant this anointing. Through this pain of what you had nothing to do with, I will grant this anointing. I know the sound of my child's cry. stand if I, I don't want any music please if everyone go would you please go down we're going to find a place and we're going to pray <laughs> this morning This morning, I'm telling you, and he's asking you right where you are. Tell me where it hurts. This altar is open for anyone that is willing to say, you know what, God, I was hurt for physical healing. And we're going to pray for emotional healing. We're going to pray for spiritual healing and God is going to reach right down to where you are and he is going to heal you he is going to confirm his word with signs following come on somebody reach out right now reach out right now reach out right now Oh, reach out right now. Come on, somebody pray in the spirit. There's a battle that's going on. There's a battle that's going on. The body wants to be healthy. The body wants to be healthy.